Hello, my loves. Yay! We're back again. <laughs> I'm so excited to be doing these again. It really kind of reminded me how much I love to talk this stuff out and to kind of, because this is, you know, if you know about um, introverts and extroverts, which obviously I'm an extrovert, <laughs> was born an extrovert but um, became more of an introvert as I've gotten older. So I guess what I'm called is an introverted extrovert. But what extroverts do is that they process through talking things out loud, which everyone around me knows that. Like if there's anything going on and, 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 I, and I can't figure it out on my own, I'll go to a friend, but I will just tell them everything that's, go, that's going on and I will not expect I won't I will not expect them to, to to give any feedback whatsoever because I don't want feedback I'm not actually going saying hey can you help me figure this out I'm going to just talk to them <laughs> and then by the time I'm done talking I will have it totally figured out and I'll be like I know what I need to do <laughs> so uh, supposedly that's an extrovert thing where we do like to talk it out so I really enjoy doing these and I you know I'm remembering how much I love doing these because my, my basic nature is that way anyway to talk it out but to not get feedback I don't I never want to be told what to do anyway <laughs> so I'm never like can you help me with something like that's something I never ever 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 say I always feel like I have all the answers inside of me which is kind of funny so I'm loving doing doing these again and you know like I said after Moon Bear died I just turned off I you know still haven't done any videos yet which I do look forward to doing that again but yeah I didn't want anybody to I didn't want it I, I just I just shut down you know that was it was the number one most unexpected thing I could have imagined happening so it was hard and um, so what are we going to talk about today this is uh, this is another one of my normal examples where I have zero idea what I'm going to talk about but I did just think I wanted to talk about the tribe that I didn't talk about last time so I wanted to you know because tribe is such a big word right now we always have something trendy going on and right now tribe is kind of our trendy wor word right now but uh, I just kind of wanted to explain it to a little uh, to a little bit because I get questions about that actually um, because I think people notice that there's like charges around it you know well, like you're not in my tribe you know there's always there's always going to be something like that or well my guides don't agree with what your guides say <laughs> and all of that is kind of a bunch of hoo-ha you know that but it's just some defense thing that us as humans will do but with the tribe thing what I really want you to know is that you know when we have several tribes first off let's put that one out there we have several tribes so there's not really just one tribe but what tribe is really saying is where we we've come together with a group of people and we really really resonate you know so the Aquarius Nation tribe or the moon energy guide tribe like we're coming together and we feel good here we feel nurtured here we feel supported here and that's basically just what it is to be your tribe we have this amazing affinity but then we have these other groups too that are completely separate different subjects or whatever but we feel at home there and that just means that's our tribe and I, I do want you to know that you know a lot of times it'll be something like oh well you're just not my tribe you know or we always have these ways of putting people down when there's discord and I wanted us to really stop doing to stop you know treating it like that differences just mean 
we're not in the same tribe, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. And it also doesn't mean that we're not going to be in a tri the same tribe later in life. We're going to be on the same page later in life. So I came up with the greatest analogy with my new shipping girl, who is probably even listening right now. Um, but uh, so I, we were talking about this because I was trying to explain how you know, when we don't resonate with people, like I don't like a lot of people. I'll be totally upfront with you. I don't like a lot of people. Like I'm like, yep, I don't like you. But what I do is then I just step out. I don't pick them apart. I don't find reasons to put them down. I don't find reasons to play the me and me, you against me game. I instead just go, yeah, you know, you kind of trigger me. Um, I don't really feel like I trust you. I don't really feel like I resonate with you. I d actually don't even take it that far. I just know, hey, this isn't really the person for me I don't really feel like that you know think about like with your friends and have you have some that are like those are your homies you know they're your friends they're your best friends they're your tribe they have your back you feel so good with them and then just think about how there's just some other people you don't really have smooth communications or you kind of just are more uptight around them or you don't really feel like yourself around them or you feel like you have to be somebody else around them you know, that's just an example of you're not in the same tribe. You're not really resonating with them. But what we have to stop doing is always like giving a, a, a valid reason for that. Well, you're not in my tribe because you are da da da. Because even how I gave that example of I don't really trust them, that's not the best thing to actually do. And after I said it, I was like, no, 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 I don't mean that we're supposed to do that. But it is kind of what it is. It's something that you feel in your body. I don't really trust them. Um, but when I have that with people, I just do whatever I can to not have them in my circle. Because when we're provoked by that, we get into the low vibrations of trying to put somebody down and trying to find the reasons of why we don't think they're in our tribe. And when we do that, we're essentially lowering, lowering our own vibration. So it's really important that we just, the moment you feel that you don't have an affinity with somebody, step out of their scene. <laughs> this is not the point when you are to go to their social media pages and pick them apart and judge them and, and try to make them smaller because it really just is essentially that we have these different vibrations with, with different people and we don't question it with friends or with partners partnerships so why do we have to question it with all these other people you know so we really just have to drop it and with me I've had a lot of people in my life that I don't like at all like the moment I'm in their space I'm like nope don't like them but I never want to pick them apart I, I I don't want to put myself in that level because I also can feel that when I'm I'm that level of critiquing them like that that my energy just plummets down so I gave a good example. I came up with this really great analogy and I was like, I'm going to have to put that in a podcast with my shipping girl. But think about how like you're shopping in a, in a store and you come across this skirt that is just totally tacky. You'd never wear it like bedazzled up skirt or something. And you just walk beyond it <laughs> and look for something else. You don't stand there and pick the skirt apart, you know. You don't stand there and go, oh, my God, what a pathetic. Who would even design this, you know. You don't do that with clothing. So if you can kind of start doing that with people, too, where you're like, nope, 
I don't really want to wear that. I don't really want that around me. I don't really resonate with that. Let me keep looking for someone that I do. Let me keep looking for a garment of clothing that I do resonate with, that I do want to put on my body, that I do want to take into my life, you know? And it's simple as that. And, and we really have to start doing that because like I, you know, I talked to you about the judgment one, the judgment thing that we do. I mean, it's, it, it anchors your energy, you know, it pulls you so down when you're constantly like picking someone apart or making them look bad or finding reason to question them or finding reason to um, out them, you know, oh, she's not really who she thinks she is, you know. I actually have this one person I've talked about a little bit. She's always ripping people to shreds, and I even have come under her fire a lot, not until my business took off. So, you know, it's clearly jealousy, and that's what other friends had said too. But she also is always like, things aren't taking off. My business isn't taking off. What am I doing wrong? So she's devouring all these things, trying to manipulate her business to take off. But the core basic part of it is that she's mean. And because she's mean, all these good things aren't magnetizing to her that would if she would switch that personality trait and stop breaking everyone down who she's jealous of or who's doing good things in business. And I always say this too about you know, Laura Mazarek of the of, of Roots and Feathers or the Bohemian Collective. I've talked about her a lot because she's my baby girl. And I think of, I'm, I'm her mama bear, you know, and I, I care dearly for her. Like no one would ever get away. Like, like she'll reach out to me if she ever has a problem with someone because she knows I'm like defensive for her. You know, I'm going to absolutely lift her up so that she does not allow that criticism or whatever to sink into her soul. Like I won't even let it happen because I care so much for her. But also she attracts people like that who will do that for her because she's so true love. You know, she's so genuine in all she does. She's very giving. She's not snarky. She's not talking about people behind their back. She has a very genuine, clean energy. And because of that, everything she does just kind of naturally soars. It kind of naturally grows. It's kind of naturally abundant. And it's really this law, this law of energy that I see in people. And, and, and the, the kinder you can be, the more, you know, not, you know, talking negatively about people behind their back or picking them apart. I mean, all of those are signs of insecurity and, and jealousy, you know, because we wouldn't be so provoked except that we want what they have or we want to be who they are. I think we talked about this before. So along the lines of tribe, there are dividing lines now of using it as a way to put you down. Oh, you're not in my tribe. Oh, you would never be in my tribe. You know, so of course we're going to that high school mentality always, you know, we always go back to that silly thing of you against me, but you know, just kind of like try it. Next time it, it comes up in you, where you don't resonate with someone, just let it go. Just let them do their thing. But I also really want to tell you to stay out of their pages where you can see what they're doing because you're you're fueling this evil thing inside of you when you go to it and you pick them apart and it's hard you know there's a big part of you that's like oh I just want to go see what they're doing and then you're triggered and then like you can't sleep that night because you're so pissed off because they're doing so good or so it appears and and you know and that whole like you know jealousy monster thing comes up so we really do have to be stronger with I don't resonate with you let me move on. Let me move closer to someone that I do resonate with. 
um, and stop picking everybody apart all the time because it really you're never going to get anywhere if you have that mentality it's just those six you know even like I um um, I had met so one thing about me too is that I don't dibble dabble in anybody's stuff and on one hand it keeps me really pure with my readings because if you do come get a reading from me I don't know what you're doing so if it happens to coincide that I name it you know it's only because I'm tuning into it it's not because I went and looked at your page I've actually had um, people write articles on that where at first they were kind of skeptical because did she come to my page? Did she come and stalk me? And 100% of the time I have not. <laughs> One, because I'm not that interested in the internet. For some reason I'm, I'm, I'm just too busy, but I don't want to sit around wasting time just looking at things. So I, I don't know what anybody's doing, but um, uh, Athena of the Sage Goddess had gotten a book from me, and I'd heard about her a lot because I would hear people say that they came from her you know sage goddess sent me or I, I heard about you from sage goddess and I didn't I think I looked one time at what she did and I'm like oh, okay okay so she sells these metaphysical items but then nothing I didn't you know think anything um again about that and then I did her book for her and but so um um why did I bring that up oh no okay hold on a minute I don't why did I bring that up? I was talking about, oh, that's what I was going to bring it up. So like the moment, so I didn't know anything about her first off. Um, but anyway, the moment I connected into her energy and started talking to her, I was like, this is the sweetest woman I have ever met. I was like, she is so kind. She is so genuine. She is so like, it was just like a really, really amazing energy that I felt off of her. And I didn't know anything about her. And then after that, you know, I did, she has a humongous following and it's going to grow, you know, quadruple. It's just going to keep growing because her energy is not conniving. It's not manipulative. And, and I think it's actually even more um, open to whatever. It didn't even feel like competitive. You know, it really felt like whatever. I just love what I'm doing and I'm just happy to be doing this and, you know, bring on the, the blessings. But um, she's another person that I have a zero faith that she can like rule this world in her arena, <laughs> you know, because it's so genuine and because it's so loving and because it's so clean. It's a clean energy Laura and Athena, clean energy. And when we when we harbor these negative, me against you, competitive kind of energies, we don't have clean energy. And if you're someone who's really sensitive to energy like I am, people will feel that. And not even just me being really sensitive. I mean, I'm going to feel every person I connect into. Like if I... All I have to do is really even say your name and I can connect into your energy. And it's something I don't really want to do, but it's something I can do. And so I could always connect into, like even right now as I think about that one friend who we're not really friends anymore, but it's not clean. And even though she can be so loving and kind on, on one hand at certain times, it's not clean because there's still this toxic, mean, evil, put people down, embarrass them, talk negatively about them. So we need to keep our energy clean and we need to be aware that that also affects our business. You know, so if you have a successful business, your energy is clean. You're not going to be able to have a successful business, especially in the metaphysical or artistic realms, unless you have clean energy. So we have to stop fighting people. We have to stop comparing ourselves to people. We have to stop 
Um, you know, I even have something that I really have to work on because I can feel it dirty up my energy. And I, and I say it's all because my Venus in Aquarius in the first house, which is one of the most blessed things you could possibly have. But on the other hand, I don't like anybody following me. I don't like anybody doing what I'm doing. I don't like anybody mimicking me. I don't like to share the scene. <laughs> I mean, keeping it real, I don't. So I, it's always unique, unique, unique. My whole entire life, I had to be unique, unique, unique. The moment punk went mainstream I had to go normal to be different you know so I've always I like to be different I like to be different and I like to be ahead of the game on everything everything I've ever even when I used to design clothes everything you see out there I already designed back in the late 80s you know my professors they were just like blown away at what I was doing and they were like you have so much talent you just don't realize it and you know and I didn't really care because it does just effortlessly come out of me I also have a second house son so I'm always coming up with ideas. I'm always progressive. I'm always, you know, I've got, I've, I've got a thousand business things I haven't even implemented yet. <laughs> you know, I've got ideas. I'm always coming up with stuff. But I don't really like to be in any kind of mainstream scene. And the moment I am, I start crea creating something new that I'm going to do that's going to put me steps ahead. So it's something that actually can muddy up my energy um, and I've actually had to do a lot of like healing work <laughs> with it <laughs> in not caring when I can feel other people really just want to be doing what I'm doing or want to be me or want to copy me or want to, you know, do that kind of stuff. I have to be like, I have to just, I mean, it's a battle for me because I, I, then I just, oh, I can't stand to be, you know, clumped into any categories with other people. And I've really just had to even, you know, switch my own perspective and seeing it as an honor you know you're being clumped into these categories with these other famous people you know that's an honor stop always being like no get away from me because that's how I am I'm like you're too close to me get away from me I'll feel people like biting at my heels like wanting to do what I'm doing and I'm like go create your own thing go be unique on your own don't copy what I'm doing so it's something that is uh, a fault that I'm admitting here to you now <laughs> because we all have these things we have to understand what triggers us is it is it comparison is it someone who's you know with me I have to be different Venus in the first house that's what you're seeing right away in me well you see my Capricorn so you know I'm like this very serious career businesswoman but then I have Venus in, in Aquarius so I'm very unique my love and I'm, my love nature is right there in your face but I like to be unique. I like to be different. I, I saw that somebody had talked about my birth chart books and she was talking about my readings and something and she said that she's very unusual. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like that thrills me to be called unusual. <laughs> you know, most people are like, no, I just want to blend in. And, <laughs> you know, because a lot of people do that. You know, a lot of people who don't have a Venus and Aquarius love to blend in. You know, me, I'm like, no, 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 I got to stand out. I mean, I'll even if I'm standing in a crowd, I'll stand to the outskirts where I'm not in it. <laughs> it's just, it's this crazy weird thing about me. But um, I, I have to keep it in check because sometimes I can get critical with it. And I have to just really, you know, let that go so it doesn't muddy up my energy because I, I can't get away with that. You know, I need to just let people do their own things and be happy that they're doing it and not take it as a personal attack or not take it as, you know, you trying to come in on my game and stuff. Because especially with the metaphysics being 100% mainstream now, everybody's right here with me wanting, wanting to do the same thing. 
So I have to realize that while I stay in this arena right now, it's mainstream. So it's not unique like it was even 10 years ago. 10 years ago, this was totally unique. And now it's, you know, mainstream. So, so you know I have one foot in new creations <laughs> because of that. But at the same time, I have to not let my energy go down because I so always have to be in some unique position. Because obviously, you know, and especially with the arena, uh, in, with the internet as our as our worlds, it's pretty much impossible to have something that's completely unique now, because it's all muddied together and it's all out there, you know. But that's a p that's a problem with me, and it's something where my energy will go down. So that's another reason too why I don't look out at anything going on. You know, that's something too I want you to realize. You know, really kind of watching your energy, and noticing how. You know, for me, I also, because of this really unique streak in my blood that is, you know, I don't want to be like anybody else out there ever. Um, but because of that, uh, I don't like to look at anything going on out, out in the world because if I do, um, what happens to me a lot of times is I will say, oh, it's being done. And then I'll try to find something else to do because I don't want to do the same thing as anybody else. So I have this thing where if I do look out too much, it can have me losing energy and faith in my own business because I say, oh, somebody else is already doing this. So it's another reason why me in particular, I don't look at anything. I don't want to know. It, it upsets me a lot because I want to be unique and everything. I don't want to be seen as anybody else so it, I have to not look out at anybody else's stuff so I want you to kind of think about that too and you know some of you like I, I know that a lot of times Scorpio can be like oh I I love to look out at what other people's stuff because then I'll be like I can do it better you know so there's some signs that they actually don't have any problem with that they actually thrive comparing what everybody else is doing and if you are that way I say hey do it you know because if your body if your energy doesn't go down you can do it but you just have to honor that if your body your energy does go down that's not something you need to do to yourself you know you don't need to have you doubting yourself because of what you're looking out at so you know honor what your energy says if you feel good doing that then keep doing it but if you don't stop torturing yourself and stop doing it because you're actually pushing your dreams away because then you're losing confidence in yourself again because of what you looked out at out in the world. And I also, you know, I'm always wanting you to just uniquely do something on your own anyway. You know, it's in those quiet, like everything that I've ever created is in contemplative, meditative spaces of uh, like out hiking. I always get ideas when I'm out hiking, you know, it's just like, oh, I know what the world needs. And I also am always tuned to that vibration of what does the world need? What has not been done? What does the world need that's not out there yet? You know, so I'm always looking beyond anything that's out there anyway and being like, give me inspiration towards what's not been done. But I don't actually push it to come to me. I just say, bring me something that hasn't been done. And then I sit back and just wait for the inspiration to come. So creation is very receptive like that. And unique creation is definitely receptive 100% of the time. You know, those unique things that we're here to do, they just like, you know, I've been talking actually to a lot of people on this subject because we um, 
have been talking about what changed our lives and brought us to doing what we're doing now. And, and for so many people, it's this like you spontaneously were out and about and you ran into this flyer on NLP or something, or you, you know, you, you know, every healing modality really is wide open for the taking at this point in, in history. But, um, you know, those are careers are like even like Chinese medicine. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Get a get a job in acupuncture. Absolutely. Like those things are in super high demand. And because you also have to put time into them because most people are looking into things that are quick fixes. Um, I can just take this quick course and now I can make this work. But it doesn't. It never does. It doesn't work. We need time. We need mastery put into things. But, you know, so so many of the people I'm talking to now, it is this thing they ended up, you know, bumping into this person who started talking about shamanism and this course that was going on that weekend, an introduction course, and and then all these things led them to these journeys, you know, so we have to really um, trust that and know that, you know, things are actually timed to open us to these things that we should be doing, you know, even like my shipping girl, you know, she had put it out there, gosh, I really need to make some more money, you know, I'm really needing to but then she was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. You know, you know, she could have been like, wait, I love to do tarot cards. Let me d offer readings, which she even said, like, I love to do them for myself, but I don't want to do them for other people. She could have just jumped on something like that, but was like, no, I'll just like kind of see what happens and I'll just put it out there. And then she let it go. And then when I talked about, uh, you know, that we were hiring before I put out an ad, she had um, replied about, you know, with something. And then I was like, hey, do you want to do shipping? I would love that, you know. So, you know, these things. And then who knows with us working now together what other door is going to open that then leads her to this full-time work or whatever. So we really have to trust that more. And it comes through feeling. It comes through, gosh, this feels so good. I'm so interested in that. And let me just see where it goes and let me just see how this unfolds. And and but I think it is really important for us always to be thinking that what hasn't been done, what hasn't been done, what hasn't been done. What's a unique thing, you know, thinking about like, you know, um, inventors and stuff. That's where that that's where they got that from. You know, this like curiosity of not what has been done, but what has not been done and what is a better solution to that or even like taking your dreams to the farthest scope of like, you know, think about electricity being invented, you know, so like there, there's so much still out there that needs to be invented by us as artists or you know, whatever, and, and, you know, so much we always think of as looking back to things to create the new, and I definitely say looking back at things to, to, to learn how to be better, for sure, but nowadays, in the age of Aquarius, it just seems like there's so much unique that um, needs to be discovered, but it comes through that kind of retreat space and not like seeking it, not like hunting for it, but just being open to it. That's when you open this magazine and you're like, oh my gosh, this isn't exactly what I was thinking about doing, but what if you take A and B and combine them? Oh my gosh, everybody's going to love that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. And let's see, what else have I, what, where are we at? Okay, cool. See, 30 minutes, nothing. Um, there was something else that was really important that I thought about about 10 minutes ago, 
So let me try to find that again. There was something. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad it came. Oof. So um, I wanted to talk to you about, you know, because I, I, I gave you a really big bomb of a podcast last time that stuck with each and one, one of you. It stuck to your bones. I think I even, you know, I even heard something this morning that really made me sad, but I was like, what? America's already saying that they want to attack Russia and it was hidden from the news. So, you know, this could be like, it's, you know, it's like, gosh, America, stop, 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 chill out. I'm afraid like with both the presidents that are up now that I feel like we're having to choose between are both warmongers and I think they're really just like fight, fight, fight. So it's really kind of scary to think that we're moving into a time with that much fight when all we want is peace, you know. If only we could divide the U.S. in half and be like, all you warmongers go over here. Let us run our own thing over here. Like the west side, <laughs> we'll keep the west side as the peace side. The east side can just be all warring and fighting everybody. But can you keep us out of it? We'll grow our own food and we'll start our own communities and we'll start our own form of bartering and money. <laughs> and you guys can go do your masculine, low vibrational masculine thing. But so um, I wanted to tell you about like, you know, give a lot of examples on how we can use our energy to change things. And I had this perfect example that happened about a month or so ago. And I was going up to Colorado to visit a friend and uh, when I was going up there, it was like a 95 degree day and I had my dog and I had all this stuff in the car and I had passed these two men on this road and they had two black dogs, like labs, and it was so hot and they had already been, I mean, like there was no place, there was no broken down cars so they were obviously just hitchhiking and stuff. And I was so, I couldn't, I couldn't, and there were two grown men. And it was just, it, it was just, I couldn't pick them up, you know. I pick up a lot of hitchhikers, but this one was like two dogs, two grown men. There's not even, and they had suitcases or a, a backpack. There just wasn't room in my little Impreza. It, it wouldn't have worked. But as I passed them, I was pissed off because I was like, dudes. This is like mid-90s, you know, those poor black dogs, they were walking so slow. I was really at first just really like, you stupid motherfuckers, what are you doing, doing that to your dogs, you numb nuts, you know? But I was like, okay, okay, stop, 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 you know? And then I was like, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my energy <laughs> to get them picked up by somebody. And I just went through this whole process, you know, because I, I couldn't take them. And part of me just kept wanting to, like, turn around and get them and make it work. But there was still something in my body that was like, no, you're not there to pick them up. You don't have the room, you know. Um, so instead, so think about it. I had a situation that was unsolvable, right? I couldn't pick them up. What am I going to do? And I instantly went to the situation where I was like, I'm going to change the energy here and I'm going to use my energy because I know how powerful my energy is. This is something you all need to tell yourself. I know how powerful my energy is so I can change that situation. So all I did was I was just like, I'm going to see somebody. It's a guy in a pickup truck and it's a guy in a pickup truck who actually has his dog in the cab and he was a shorter guy I even saw that it was like a bluish kind of old truck but he was going to stop and pick them up 
because he was so aghast that they would actually have their dogs out in mid-90s weather, black dogs who were just suffering and had been clearly on that road for miles. And so what I did was I just, um, I just had used my energy to see that he was getting picked up and because I was like, what can I do? And I was like, I'm going to influence that person who's driving that pickup truck to stop and get them or I'm going to have my guides go poke him on the on his shoulder and be like help those people help those people I even saw the whole thing as I just went driving along I saw you know them put him pulling over he has some water in the back um, and a bowl because sometimes his dog rides in the back part but it was too hot so he had the dog up with him on the front seat and and I just went through this whole story you know I just saw it all playing out that's why I said he was a shorter kind of guy too he was, he was only like 5'2". He was a short guy. And, and, and I saw the whole thing, and they picked him up, and it was still hot because they were in the dead of that heat. But the dogs got some rest. The dogs got some water, and they got a ride to whatever destination they were heading to for the next leg of their journey. So I let go of being mad that they were doing something so stupid, and I let go of feeling guilt that I didn't know what to do to solve this, and then I shifted into, I'm going to use my energy, and I'm going to bring them somebody to pick them up, because they're, not obvi they're obviously not doing it, because they've still been out there walking for at least five miles along the stretch that I had just been coming up upon, and... So then what was really great, too, is I went and picked up my friend, and then we went to these hot springs. So we had to go back part of that way. And we didn't actually have to go the whole way, but I did because I wanted to make sure they were picked up because I knew my energy took care of it. I knew that they weren't on the road that much longer and that somebody came and saved them. And, and so, I mean, it was maybe like a half an hour later that I was back on that stretch to check it, check it out. And they were totally gone. Somebody totally picked them up. And I was like, you did that, <laughs> you know. So I want you to think of that example when you do have, one, the situation with America and Russia that we've got to calm down. Um, and I almost feel like more energy needs to go to America to just calm down, calm down, calm down. But also to, in all these daily situations like that, like you see someone who, you know, is sitting out there homeless and you don't have any money to give them. And, and they have kids there and a cat and a dog, you know, and you're like, oh, how can you be doing this? And just kind of see, you know, them, all these other giving people coming forward and helping them out. Maybe some people with some food, maybe some people with a you know, a blanket or, you know, dog food. I always keep dog food with a, a flip open can in my car for when I see some homeless person who has a dog. I'm like, here, here's food for your dog. I actually got in trouble by a cop once for doing that. Or not because it was dog food, but for helping this guy who was sitting outside of a grocery store. And I was just like, whatever. He did. I mean, I just totally smart aleck around that cop because I was like, I'm giving it to him. Yeah, give me a ticket then. I refused to abide by what he was telling me because I was like, dude, it's a can of dog food. Arrest me then, dude. And I just went sassy pants and back to my car like, you know, whatever. <laughs> Even though I was like, is he going to arrest me? <laughs> but he didn't because, you know, I showed him a little attitude in, in, a, in an appropriate way because it was like, why are you stopping me from helping this guy who needs something, you know? <sighs> Crazy. But anyway, so 
Um, that's where I'm a, I'm a super big rebel like that. You're not going to tell me what to do. And I might get in trouble, but I really never get in trouble because I do it with so much confidence. <laughs> I'm like, no, I am going to give this guy this dog food. Trust me. I'm not going to put it away now. Please. He's hungry. He's a puppy dog. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm going to let him starve. Yeah. No. So I want you to think about that. You know, um, when you see these things that you just like, you know, I couldn't pick the guy up. You're going to have that same thing. I don't feel safe. It's men. I can't pick them up. Um, and instead feeling bad for that, you know, sh use your energy. I mean, spend 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Fabricate this whole story in your mind of what's going to happen to those people. Oh, this is something too. Like, you know, a lot of times what we do, we don't realize this, but a lot of times when we're in stores like gas stations or not that we would ever be in McDonald's, but just in places where we kind of look at people and we, we feel sorry for them in a way and we think, oh, you know, they have to work here and da-da-da-da. And, and I remember doing this for this guy. He was, he was so sweet. You know, he just had this really sweet energy at some gas station I was at. And I started to, an older man too, like maybe 65, and I started to um, feel sorry for him, you know. And I was like, no, 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 don't feel sorry for him. And then I, I, I looked at him and I was like, I started fabricating this whole story for him. And I was like, oh, my God, what if like, okay, he has, you know, he's just been nickel and dime in it his whole life. It, it was this older black man. And, and I was like, you know, he's always really been like suffering. I already created a whole story for him as I was waiting in line. And then I was like, and then like in, he has no idea that in like three weeks, some old relative or some person that he touched kindly actually put him in their will. And in like three weeks, he's going to find out that he's set for life or at least that he doesn't have to work at a gas station anymore. You know, and I just saw him being like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and having no idea that it would happen. <laughs> so I love like playing in life like that because we, we don't really want to feel sorry for people. We also have to understand that we're all living these lives exactly as we should as we should be exactly you know having the obstacles having the issues having the karma that we're paying off but there's ways we can like look at them and build them up instead of going oh you poor thing you you know probably don't even have a car and 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 you know you're you're you know you have all these credit cards that are maxed out and like don't even use your energy that way just create a beautiful story for people and I tell you what it feels so good I do this probably every day or any day at least I, I notice that my energy goes down over somebody you know, even if, if my energy goes down over somebody who's acting like an asshole, you know, I kind of like understand why they're doing it, what just happened. And, and then I paint them a new story of what is to come. You know, they're so worried about all this stuff right now. So they're getting angry, but they have no idea that in three days, the love of their life is going to find them. And that person's going to inspire them to discover their art and then they're going to be this famous artist and da 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 you know <laughs> and then it's like so fun you know it's like and you have no idea 
what that really did for them. You have no, I mean, I knew right there. I got those people picked up, you know? So what other things am I having manifest for other people, you know? So kind of hold that energy with your intentions. Dream of some beautiful things for other people instead of feeling sorry for them. Oh, I feel so sorry for that mom who has three kids or four kids and the husband's not there. No, see some beautiful story coming out of this. See some beautiful ending to this that changes all of that into something that's actually a really beautiful story and when you use your energy like that you have to understand too that you're doing a service so you're doing volunteer work using your energy to change somebody else's life is doing volunteer work and what we we all know that doing volunteer work makes our lives become so much more wonderful not only because we're doing this good karma thing but because it feels so good <laughs> like how many people do not know how good it feels when you do donate money to someone or you do help someone out or you do unconditionally just give without thinking of you know any kind of payback from it it feels so good you know one thing I always do so much too in stores like I'll feel if somebody needs help you know, and, and I'm, I'm geared to that. I'm like, who needs help? Who needs help? Who needs help? You know, and, and I can spend so much time in grocery stores. It's really kind of, a lot of times I just have to put my head down and not be so giving like that, but I can just have conversations for hours and just one person to the next and then giving them recommendations and helping them find things and recommending, oh, you know what kind of gluten-free pizza you should try, you know. So, um, but keep doing this and your life just starts changing. Your life just, just starts changing. The more you give, the more you're, you're kind, the more you don't pick people apart because you're different or the more you don't belittle people because you're jealous, the more you have a beautiful life. And these little, it's, it's these little bitty steps that you don't really think are important that are actually the most important. So my loves, I'm going to go now. Um, you have a beautiful week and I have no idea what the energy is like this week because I'm recording this on Monday and, and we just sent out the last <coughs> file yesterday, but, um, I hope it's a beautiful one. I hope there's lots of hope in the air and I hope he will listen to what I said in this one and start implementing it today. And I hope within three days, <laughs> let me fabricate a story for you, my loves. I hope that in three days, you already start noticing that your life is different. And I hope that you already start noticing that benefits are coming to you and somebody reached out to you that you never thought would ever reach out to you or a situation that was broken in half is now coming together because of you fabricating these beautiful stories for other people that you tend to like feel sorry for or have your energy go down over so that's what I hope for you so I hope that by the end of the week every single one of you is saying oh my gosh this works this is changing my life that would make me so happy so that's what I'm dreaming for you <laughs> Okay, I'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye.